What's up, everybody? It's Robert Purvey back for Purvey's Point. I'm super excited to be back with you on this episode of Purvey's Point. I'm I'm super excited. I'm back in the seat of doing podcasts, and I'm even more excited that you are here with me to listen to new episodes and fresh content. I want to thank everybody for listening to last week's episode on You Are the It Factor, and hopefully you're walking in that. Hopefully you are walking in the fact that you know you are the change agent where you are planted, where you are in life. And so I'm excited about that. Thank all of you for the, the text, for the, um, the even some calls, for the comments, um, things on social media. Um, so I thank God for, for all of that. And I'm super excited about having a conversation with you today. So um, I don't know where you're listening to the podcast. You may be driving uh, home. You may be driving to the gym. You may be at the gym, maybe at work, you may be at home. You may be uh, with a friend, but however you are listening to this podcast, you may be on public transportation. You may just be sitting in the car. You may have a rough day at work. You may be having a good day and you just want something to uplift you uh, or, or to keep your energy going. But whatever it is, whatever you're doing, I'm hoping that um, in our time today that you are just encouraged uh, through some things that go through my mind and how I want to um, relay the, that, that message of just courage and hope and just making sure that everything we do on Purvey's Point, um, it just connects with your heart. It challenges your uh, your thinking, and hopefully it, it may even change the way how you, how you look at some things. And so um, today I want to talk about um, control. Talk about control. I, I want to arrest your attention, um, grab your ears for a few moments, and just talk about control and how you have the power to to change some things in your life. Uh, how you have the power to um, turn some things around in your life. And I believe that once people realize they have the control, it changes their trajectory and, and how they um, do some things in life. And so. Today, um, it's it's a it's a it's a Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, I think. Yeah, Tuesday, it's a Tuesday, and, and you'll probably be hearing this on a Thursday. And so today has been one of those days uh, for me, where it's been one of those long days, but it's a day where at the end of it, I'm encouraged by it. Today, today is March uh, 29th, and today makes a year um, that. I was planted in a place on purpose. I was literally planted in a place on purpose. And um, that place was a place named Concord Church. If you're not from Dallas, it's a it's a mega church here in Dallas, Texas. And it's led by Pastor Brian Carter. And it's a very progressive and forward-moving, forward-thinking church. And the Lord decided to plant me there uh, one year ago uh, today. And so today has been a very... Um, emotional day, but in a very good way. A lot of reflection, a lot of thanksgiving, a lot of joy um, has gone into today. And I'm just so grateful for where I am. And I'm grateful where I am in life. I'm grateful for what I'm being allowed to do in this season of my life. And this season of my life is such a blessing and such an honor uh, because I did something um over a year and a half ago 
that I'm going to encourage you to do today on this topic of control. Um, if you know anything about me, you know that um, I got some control issues. Now, <laughs> when I say that, I'm not saying I have control issues in the sense of it's domineering or it's a dictatorship. It's just that for me, for most of my adult life, I wanted to be the one that wrote my own narrative. I wanted to make sure I had control of everything and everybody in my life and in my circle. And if I didn't, I felt things were out of place. I think I felt like things weren't weren't in alignment if I didn't have control. And so it got to the point to where um, I took control of my life away from God while doing things for God. And so from the outside, um, while well, I was teaching, preaching, leading, encouraging, motivating, um, I was doing it from a place of skill set and a place of gifting. But my personal life um, wasn't controlled by God because I was too busy trying to control it myself. Only to realize that um, after years of trying to control my life on my own, I realized that I was having public success, but I was failing privately. And when I say failing privately, it's not the horror stories of falling into addiction or abuse of any kind. It was that I was just stifling my growth as a person because I was boxing myself in trying to have control over everything. And I know there's somebody listening to this podcast today and, and our stories may differ, but our feelings may be the same to where you feel like you have to have control of everything. And if, and if you don't have control, you think that everything's out of control. But here's what I had to realize. I had to realize that when I'm not in control, it's not that things are out of control. It's just that I have to give God control. And sometimes giving God control may seem as if things are out of control. I want you to hear me. Sometimes when you give God control, sometimes it may feel like things are out of control. And I've had to learn that even when it looks chaotic to me, it's divinely controlled by God. Because there are a lot of things I'm not going to understand. And I, I want to encourage you with that. Like, there, there are so many things you won't understand when it comes to your life. But that's the beauty about giving control to God. Because even when things seem out of control, you know he's in control. And he will lead you in every pathway and every step of your life. And that's something that I'm just now fully walking in over the last year and a half. And so the testament to my journey now is not something that I've been doing this for 30 years. Now, it's that I've been doing this for a year and a half. And I just want to encourage somebody today that as we journey through this podcast, through this episode, I just want to encourage you that if you want your life back or if you want to see what your life looks like on the other side of what you're going through, give God control. Give God control. And so today, uh, I'm just going to give some practical things, right? I'm not going to preach to you. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to try to shout you while you listen to this podcast. What I am going to do is try to motivate your spirit and galvanize your mind and connect with your heart, right? And I, and I want to challenge you and hopefully change your perspective on this control thing. Because I think that a lot of us 
are failing in life because we fail to relinquish control. And it, and it falls in, in, in three different facets for me. And so uh, for our next few minutes, I think that when we talk about control, I want you to hear that um, you control it, you control them, and you control you. Okay? So ultimately, you have to give God control. And I believe that when you give God control, he gives you discernment, he gives you insight on how to control everything around you. So hear me, ultimate control goes to God. But when ultimate control goes to God, he gives your human mind and human hands the, the, the wherewithal to control things around you. And so you have what it takes to make sure you surround yourself with the right thoughts, the right ideas, the right people. And you do that when you give God complete control. The reason why my life was out of control is because I was trying to control everything without him. Once I gave God complete control, now what my hands are on and now what I'm doing, it makes sense. Like I gained so much clarity when I gave God control. And so that's what I want for you. You will receive clarity when you give God full control. And when you receive that clarity, you'll realize how you can control it, how you can't control them, and how you can control you. All right? So let's have a little fun. Let's have a little fun. Um, and, and, and let me motivate you um, on the whichever day, time, place you're listening to this podcast. All right? So uh, the first thing, you can control it. I, I want to start here. You can't allow it to disconnect you, all right? You can't allow it, whatever your it is, you can't allow it to disconnect you. Now, that it falls in so many pockets for some people. That, that it, it may be a relationship. It may be a mindset. It may be a, a place of business or a workplace. Well, whatever your it is. I don't want to try to tell you what it is. You, you know what it is, but you can't allow it to disconnect you from your purpose, and you can't allow it to disconnect you from God. Here, here, here it is. When, when God created fish, he spoke to the sea. When God created trees, he spoke to the ground. When God created mankind, he spoke to himself. So if you take a fish out of water, it dies. You take a tree out the ground, it dies. You disconnect yourself from God, you die. So connection is everything, and you control it. You cannot allow anything or anybody to disconnect you from your life source. Spare me from anybody that tries to make me depend on them more than I depend on him. Right. That, that your, your, your life is only complete and your life is only worth something when it's connected to God. We, we, we have gotten so caught up in thinking that we need people to feel valued. And we lose control of our life because when we relinquish that control, instead of giving it to God, we give it to people. And here's what you will realize when you give people stuff, they take it. And when they take it, they don't give it back. So that's why you got to be careful of giving people your joy, giving people your hope, giving people your peace, giving people your love. Because if you give it to people and they run away with your joy and they run away with your peace, they run away with your hope and they run away with your love, 
you are in life void of the things you need to be live a fulfilled life. So, so you wonder why sometimes you, you just mad at work or you mad at people or you can never be satisfied. You jump in and out of relationship. You sleeping with that person and that person. You doing this and that thing. You always got to be here. You always got to be there. Like it, all, all of this is a manifestation because you've given the things you need away to people who didn't know how to handle them. And they were lacking something. And so instead of them pursuing God, they took it from you. And instead of you pursuing God, you gave it to them. Now they running with your joy and running with your peace, figuring out, trying to figure out why they can't be functional. And you lack your joy and your peace, figuring out why you can't be functional. Because both of you didn't realize that a disconnect from God is a disconnect from your purpose and the plan for your life. So you can't allow it. You can't allow anything to disconnect you from, 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 from God. Without him, you are dead. You are dead. And, and this podcast is not, is not a sermon-driven podcast, but everything goes back to God. If you want to know what's missing from your business plan, maybe it's God. If you want to know what's missing from your career path, maybe, maybe it's God. Like, like you, you're not smart enough to figure out every way. You're not um, equipped enough to build every way. You have to be connected to the life source, which is God. Once again, if that fish is not in water, it can't breathe. If that tree is not in the ground, it can't get the nutrients. And if you're not in God, you will be existing, but you won't be living. And I don't want to, I don't want to have a life where I just exist. You shouldn't want a life where you just exist. Your life has more meaning. Your life has a destiny. You have a purpose and a plan, and you should want to do more than just wake up every morning and do the same thing. Wake up every morning and see the same person that ain't treating you right. Go to the same place that's not feeding you. Go to the same people that aren't building you up. Like you aren't to, to be existing. You are to be living. And you can only live when you connect it to him. So control, you can't allow it to disconnect you. All right? You control it. You, you control your it. And if that it is disconnecting you, you don't need it. All right? That's number one. Hopefully that helps you. So number two, number two is you can't, you, you control it and you control them. You control them. You can't allow them to distract you. You can't allow them to distract you. Perfect. What is your point? All right. My point is this. When it comes to them distracting you, you have control over who you allow in your life. Now, this point is not just about romantic relationships. Y'all, this point is about people. And, and you can't allow them, anybody, to distract you. You, you have control. Hear, hear me, people. And, and if you don't hear nothing else I say in this podcast, hear this. You have complete control over who you allow in your space. As a grown adult, you have complete control 
over who you allow in your space. And so if these are faulty and flaky friends, if these are mean and ugly people, if these are people who always are nagging or people who always um, are, are down and depressed or, or upset about something or people who are making bad decisions in their life and you choose to keep them around, it's not their fault, it's yours. And you can never allow them, people, to distract you from your purpose. You have to get to the point in your life where your purpose means more to you than their presence. You have to get to a point in your life where your purpose means more than their presence. We get so dependent on the presence of people that we forget that we have purpose. And and you have control. A lesson that I learned is that when I wanted to make more money and learn how to be better with my money, I had to surround myself with people who make the money I want to make, right? Like I had to start making connections with people who make more money than me. When I wanted to become smarter and I wanted to learn more, I had to put people around me that were smarter than me, that had more degrees than me, that knew more than me, that had more experience than me. When I, when I want to go further in something, uh, when, when I, I'm working on a book. So I had to put myself around authors and around people who wrote books, more books, than, more than one book, right? I had to put myself around people who were doing what I wanted to do. And, and, and it was nothing against the people that were in my life, but I had to realize that some people had gone as far as they can go in my life. And I love the moments we had. I love the time we shared, but I couldn't take them to this next season because they didn't have what I needed for me to go further. And I could not uh, loot or risk. I could not risk of fulfilling my purpose just to have their presence. And, 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 I, and I say the same thing to you. Like, what, are there any people in your life that are stifling your growth in any way? And if people are stifling your growth, you have control to remove them. Maybe the reason why you haven't gone further than where you are is because you're tolerating people where you are and they're stopping you from getting to where you're trying to go. Like, um... We used to always hear from our parents about how we need to have better friends and keep people around us. And, and some of y'all need to replay mama's words in your mind because that wasn't just for when you were 17, 18. That's for your grown self right now. That, that you, you need to check some of the people you have around you. That, that if, you, if you have people who have no, no zeal and people who have no, no get up about themselves and they're always around you, um, I, I know you've noticed it. Like if you have people who are always mean and sad and you wonder why you why you mean and you sad it's because you you hang around those type of people. A, a, association brings about assimilation. The more you hang around something or someone, the more you become like it. And so um, you have to make up in your mind that you want more. That you want more. Now, now what I'm not telling you, to, I'm not telling you to start comparing yourself to people. You know what I am saying is start surrounding yourself with people that are in the places where you want to be. And you have control over that. You, 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 you really do. If nobody's ever told you, Pervy is making his point today in your life that you have control to remove the people that are distracting you. Listen, if you in business with somebody and they've been taking money away for the last five years, they're going to keep taking money, and you'll never get forward in a business. So, so maybe that person doesn't need to be your business partner anymore. If, if you're in a relationship with somebody 
and y'all been dating, talking, or whatever for up ten years, and they still doing the same thing. Maybe you just need to move around. Or, or if you're in life with somebody and they keep promising you something and keep saying, "Okay, we gonna get married next year. I'm I'm gonna propose to you in two years. Are we gonna do that?" Like, and, and they haven't done it. Like, you, you need to move around. Like, if if you're with somebody and you're always giving them money, or you're always you're always the lender. And, and, and you're always giving away to them, and they and they promise to pay you back. But when you look at the tab, you've loaned them thousands of dollars over the years, and you haven't even gotten a birthday card. Like so, something, something is wrong. Like and so, um, th- there's a lesson that I've learned, and it's the law of reciprocity. Like if, if, if I'm doing something, I'm not saying you got to do the same thing for me, but there has to be something in return that shows me that you at least care about my presence in your life. But if I'm always giving to you, and you never give to me if I'm always depositing and you're always withdrawing something ain't right and so what I'm saying is you got to get to the point and look at people in your life and when you look at these list of people I and hear me I'm talking about from your mama all the way to your co-worker when you look at people in your life and if there are people in your life that are always withdrawing from you but never depositing into you you have the control And you have the power to dismiss them and hear me, family, hear me, hear me on this. You don't have to replace them. (laughs) Like, like there, there are positions in your life. Um, they, 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 they aren't, they aren't job descriptions. They aren't job placements. It's not like you got to fire somebody and replace them with somebody else. No, there are some positions in your life that just need to, to go. And that position never needs to be filled again. (laughs) <laughs> and because maybe maybe okay i'm gonna go left and come back right maybe the issue is you have too many voices in your life maybe the issue is you have too many voices in your life and i'm about to go to number three i know y'all i i know i'm probably all in your business right now but you need this you you need i needed it and i need it so we we getting this together okay here it is maybe you have too many voices in your life Maybe the reason why you cannot hear God speaking to you, maybe the reason why you can't clearly hear his direction for you, because you have too many voices in your life. And whenever you have too many voices in your life, they will drown out the voice of God. And, and so, so maybe you don't need to just turn the volume down. Maybe you need to delete their presence. Because... Because low volume is still volume, right? I used to tell people all the time, turn down the volume of life so you can hear God. Nah, and and so as I've grown, I realized I need to change that statement. That statement needs to be turn some people off. Get rid of some people so you can hear the voice of God. Because low volume is still volume. And God will never shout over anything or anybody in your life. God is not a God is not going to compete with the voices in your life to get your attention. God is not going to compete with the voices in your life to get your attention. So if God is not going to compete, if God is not going to compete with those voices, it's up to you to get rid of the voices so you can hear the voice. Right? It's up to you to get rid of the voices so you can hear his voice. All right. So number one, you control it and you can't allow it to disconnect you. Number two, you control them and you can't allow them to distract you. And the last one, number three, 
you control you. You control you. You must defeat you before you challenge them. You must defeat you before you challenge them. Here's what I realized. I realized so many people are trying to check others before they check themselves. And, and you are wrong and unfair if you can see something and check something in somebody else but never check it in you. We, we have to grow to the point that before we open our mouths to give instruction, motivation, encouragement to anybody, we got to check it in ourselves first. Check our pride. Check our insecurity. And check, check, check the remnants of past pain and rejection in our life. And if any of those things are causing us to be indifferent or causing us to treat people a certain way, we can't dare open our mouths to judge anybody or correct anybody until we check those things in ourselves. So until you check your pride, until you check your insecurity, and until you check your past pain or rejection, you have no right to try to help somebody else. Now, if you are working on these things, when you speak about these things to others, talk about your journey. We, we have to get to a place where we're not talking at people we're talking to people. And when we talk to people, it's like, this is not, this is either where I was, or this is where I am. And this is where I'm trying to get to. We got to stop trying to come at people from like, like we've, we've, we've overcome some things. Now, uh, people are encouraged by your story and your journey. And, 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 and if you open your mouth to help anybody, maybe you need to help them with saying, hey, I'm struggling with something now. Like I'm struggling with pride now or I'm struggling with insecurity now. There, there, there are some things that, that the reason why I'm not in a relationship is because I haven't tackled my insecurity. And what I don't want to do is bring my insecurity, my past insecurity and my past pain into a present situation and I end up hurting somebody because I ain't healed yet. So I... I I have control and you have control over that, that, that maybe, maybe you shouldn't just keep jumping in and out of relationships or jumping in and out of friendships or jumping from job to job or place to place that may, maybe it's not the jumping and maybe it's not the place. It's not the people is that you need to heal first because you can't help if you ain't healed. You cannot help if you're not healed and you have control over your conversations. You have control over um, your, your input, you have control over you. You have to tell yourself, and this is a word for somebody today. You're going to have to learn how to tell yourself to be quiet. And that's a lesson Pervy had to learn too. Like sometimes you got to just tell yourself, Pervy, like, just be quiet. You, you, you can't speak here. Like, like this is a, this is a conversation that you just need to listen to. You don't need to say nothing to this because you, you, you haven't done enough work in this area to give insight on this. You you go confuse somebody even more, and 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 I, and I've learned to just be quiet. But I've also learned to 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 defeat myself. Like y'all, I used to box myself in to certain ideals I had for me, and it's because I was trying to control everything. When I gave God control, God showed me how to defeat my biggest enemy, which was me. And once God showed me how to defeat me, y'all, it's on and popping. It's on and popping. I promise you. So, so like, 
like as you go forward in your life, take that with you. Like, like you have control. You, you, you have full and complete control. I, I promise you do. I promise you do. I promise you do. M- more than what you know. More than what you know. You, you have control over it. You have control over them. You have control over you. You can't allow it to disconnect you. You can't allow them to distract you. And before you challenge anybody, you got to defeat yourself. We can't afford to try to face external challenges before we conquer internal obstacles. We can't afford to face external challenges before we conquer internal obstacles. All right, so until the next time, hopefully today, I've connected with your heart. Hopefully I've challenged your mindset on some things. And hopefully I've changed your mind about some things as well. Because that's all I want to do. When Pervy makes his point, all I'm trying to do is connect with you, challenge you, and change you. So until the next time, you have control. You're not responsible for how people treat you. But you're totally responsible for how you treat them. And you're even more so responsible for how you treat yourself. So until next time, love God, love people, and show enough love you. It's your boy Pervy making his point, connecting with you, challenging you, and changing you. I love you so much. Follow your boy on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And until next time, peace.